The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello everyone, I'm Christina Morrissey and welcome to Stock Insiders. Now we've talked a couple of times about identifying the next rising star in the investment market and getting on that train earlier. And I know there are those of you in your car and going out for a walk or whatever it is that you do when you're listening to Stock Insiders thinking about this to yourself. What is the next big thing to invest in? And to be honest, and Stockhead, we are no different to you. So when I saw a story, one of my colleagues was writing on a wastewater technology company called Parkway recently. I thought, why? What's the opportunity for investors? What are you doing here? And then I read the article and I thought, hello. So well, I suppose... To set the scene, as we all know, there is a rising obsession with ESG in industry. And Parkway is a little Aussie company that's been chipping away at a technology they believe will have a major impact in solving a massive wastewater problem affecting many resources projects around the globe. And of course, ultimately, that means you and I. So what I found interesting is that despite billions of dollars being spent on industrial water treatment every year, a large proportion of wastewater from the resources industry remains untreated due to a whole range of complexities. And we recently heard that the team at Parkway has cracked some of these issues. It's a great story. The little Aussie company that's developed new tech, that's huge potential to do good around the world as we demand cleaner, greener practices across the board. So in order to help get the word out, I'm going to need your assistance. So let's go cleaner and greener this morning. And I'd like to introduce you to the man who is leading the team behind this great initiative, Bahay Oskamak, the MD of Parkway. Bahay, hello, welcome. Hi, Chrissy. Great to be with you. Hey, now from time to time, Bahay, we hear about the failure of tailings facilities or the contamination of local waterways, but most of us don't really have a sense of the size of the wastewater problem. How big is it? How big is this problem facing the resources industry? So the resources industry, uh, particularly in mining operations, are very water intensive and as a result they generate large volumes of uh, wastewater. Unfortunately, only a small proportion, around 10% of the wastewater from industry, including the resources industry, is actually treated, resulting in significant and ongoing challenges with managing this waste. This water also contains you know, a range of contaminants, including heavy metals and salts, that can be quite toxic to the environment. So the waste really does represent some serious uh, challenges. I've found that percentage absolutely gobsmacking. Only 10% is being treated. So where does the 90% of untreated wastewater go? Yeah, it really is quite quite uh, surprising that such a small fraction of the wastewater is, is actually treated. In terms of the untreated wastewater, generally it's destined for settling ponds or tailing storage facilities. Uh, for treatment at a later time. However, unfortunately, more often than not, uh, the wastewater ultimately makes its way into local waterways, which can obviously be quite devastating. Hmm, correct. So, and obviously, there's not just one or two um, mines happening. So lots of wastewater to treat around the world. Yeah, look, look definitely. It's, it's, it's a huge global issue. And I think with the increased awareness about ESG-related challenges, there is a lot of pressure to you know, really improve some of these more unsustainable uh, practices. And given the significant volumes of wastewater historically produced and sitting around in these um, 
wastewater ponds, as well as as community expectations around these challenges evolve, I think there's an enormous opportunity to treat some of this wastewater, you know, to improve the sustainable outcomes. So there's salts in the water, isn't there? What happens to all the salt that's in there? So look, it really really depends on the treatment process, but the salt is often uh, concentrated through a range of different desalination type approaches uh, to really reduce the volume of that waste. However, that doesn't actually um, deal with the salt itself. Um, It just ends up concentrating it in it it into a smaller volume. And there are other applications such as... Yeah, that can be quite damaging to the environment, can't it? Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, it can get into waterways and um, lead to, you know, all sorts of um, salinity and toxicity-related issues. And, and beyond the salts, there's there's other contaminants in that wastewater which can be quite quite troubling. So we really do need to come up with longer-term management strategies to deal with deal with the issue. Can I ask you to look at, I know you've got a, a real life scenario that I knew, know you and the team have been using as a case study for want of a better word to prove up the tech that you've developed. That's the, the CSG, the gas industry up in Queensland. They are really struggling to deal with an enormous waste salt problem. Do you have a sense of how big that challenge represents that you can outline for the for our listeners? Yeah, great, great question, uh, Chrissy. So just in terms of the salt being produced by, by the coal seam gas industry um, in Queensland, we estimate the industry has already produced um, in the order of two to three million tonnes of salt um, that's sitting in brine um, at the moment. And based on the existing uh, plants that are in operation, we expect um, that quantity to increase up to about five or six million tonnes over the coming year. So really quite, quite, quite a... A significant problem and and it's hard to sort of get get a head around what sort of five or six million tons the salt looks like but if we sort of piled all that salt in a into a large uh, heap um, it would sort of represent a 500 meter long 200 meter wide and 10 story high pile of salt so we really are talking about enormous quantities of, of waste salt sure do it look like a big big skiing mountain or something, wouldn't it? For sure. I noticed just before Christmas that Parkway came out with some news that your team had cracked the code for treating brine from the CSG industry. So how significant was this news? Look, it was, it was great, great news and, and, and great achievement. So, I mean, given, given given the enormous size of the waste, brine and salt challenges facing uh, the coal seam gas industry, particularly uh, in Queensland, we're really excited uh, to be able to provide some details publicly. Um, we essentially came out and indicated that our technology package we developed uh, enables us to convert almost all of that waste, brine and salt, so around 98% of it, into fresh water so we recover the fresh water from the brine and the salt that would ordinarily be disposed we convert that into valuable uh, products to be used by local industry uh, as well as farmers so really quite a quite a sustainable turnaround. What is it you turning it into for the farmers because I understand we use the salt what's the other product? There's an agricultural lime product that, that goes into the local agricultural industry for treating soils that have been acidified um, so that's quite a valuable agricultural product and the other industrial product is a sodium hydroxide so a caustic soda prob- uh, product that is ordinarily used in the alumina refining industry and there's actually a large alumina refining industry in Gladstone where actually a lot of this gas goes so there is an opportunity to create quite a circular economy through this process as well which is again quite exciting. All right so let's get our collective heads around this the technology that your team has developed enables the waste and the salts produced by the gas industry to be converted to products which can obviously be sold, generate revenues instead of polluting the environment. Yeah, look, that, that, that's right, Chrissy. So, 
So the team have done um, uh, a, a great job developing uh, these these processes, and right at the moment we're in the thick of developing what we're calling our master plan for for the entire coalsium gas industry in Queensland. So we'll be releasing some details on on this great work the team's doing uh, fairly soon. But just to sort of summarise what that plan um, entails. We're building a series of wastewater treatment hubs to really bring all this waste product uh, into centralised locations. We think this can be done far more cost-effectively than the industry's planned approach of encapsulation. That's really a fancy word for saying we're going to bury the salt, which which is obviously um, mm. uh, not not particularly desirable. And based on our preliminary numbers, we believe um, our plans will be Uh, cheaper to operate and as you suggest because we produce products we'll actually generate uh, significant revenues as opposed to um, having to dispose of these um, waste salts so really uh, quite a quite a significant improvement in the environment environmental outcomes compared to um, the base case of the industry uh, what they're planning to do at the moment so yeah quite, quite an exciting uh, investment opportunity as well. I like the way you said uh, uh, disposal fees. They're not really disposing of it at all. They're just, as you say, putting it into a holding holding pattern and, and hoping that nothing happens to it. And you know, at the start there, we said ninety percent isn't actually being treated. Uh, I honestly didn't didn't realise. So this conversation I find really really fascinating. It's really exciting. So what do you see as the next steps, and what does it mean? If you were to be a Parkway shareholder, for example, yeah, look, great, great, great question, Chrissy. So uh, we've recently completed a year-long uh, feasibility study uh, for one of the major um, uh, gas companies. So that, that was quite an important um, milestone. And through the recently announced master plan program that we're uh, in the we're in the midst of developing at the moment, we're really uh, bringing together the entire ecosystem. So the community including the community, to ensure uh, we develop an optimal um, plan for the whole industry. That's very, very uh, important. And to be to be blunt, based on some of these initial discussions we've had with uh, government, uh, we just don't believe the disposal of these salts will ever be permitted. I mean, that's not an official position, but there's a lot of pushback that, you know, disposing of salts in the countryside is just not um, um, acceptable in 2023. That's a sort of a... Um, a, a legacy sort of approach that doesn't meet uh, current ESG standards. So given the uh, there's something called the waste disposal hierarchy in Queensland, which determines how salts can be treated, and based on that uh, legislation, the beneficial treatment of these salts, as is the case with our technology, is actually favoured. So, so we have some strong support on that front. Um, and ultimately, what does this mean for Parkway? Um, as the owner of the technology package, and it really is a package of technologies, we expect to capture a share of the value we create for the industry. So given the scale of these enormous projects, um, and we would, we would be uh, generating revenues um, and also um, avoiding uh, disposal costs, we'll be creating significant value. And as the owner of the technology, uh, we intend to uh, capture some of that value. So really quite exciting. You describe the technology as a package. How long has your team actually been working on this package? So a long time is the short answer. So the, the provenance of our technologies goes back more than a decade. So um, in my case, I've been working with Brian's for over 15 years, including across many geothermal uh, projects where Brian's are actually a lot more complex and 
because of the temperature, they're often rich in minerals. Uh, I actually ran a geothermal company around 2012-13, during which time I learned quite a bit about extracting minerals from brine. So uh, a good sort of history there, a good bit of experience. Um, and then through uh, a series of transactions, I put a lot of that thinking, know-how, uh, background IP into a private company um, through a series of transactions. That technology eventually ended up in Parkway about four years ago. So we've been been at it for quite a while. Uh, and during during the last few years, more more recently, we've taken it to the next level. Uh, we've built out what I think is what I consider to be a world class process technology team, and that's really trying to that's really you know starting to shine through in some of our work. So to, to sort of go back to that team for a moment, um, the caliber and expertise within our team is, is is I think quite impressive and really quite unusual for a small company. So these are you know senior engineers that have have come from very large companies. So uh, we're very fortunate to have that sort of um, expertise um, within, within Parkway. So yeah, quite 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 the journey. Great story, Bahay. And is another one of those overnight success stories not that has taken 10 plus years to fall into place. Now, you, you just mentioned pulling minerals out of brine. Is there similarities here with what we're hearing in the lithium industry? Look, it has been quite, quite, quite the journey, and look, there are some similarities. Um, unfortunately, when when you're trying to solve some of these um, large and complex problems, you know, things invariably um, uh, take time. And if you sort of, if we just for a second, if we go back to that uh, CSG example for a moment, the industry's spent more than a hundred million dollars over 10, 11, 12 years, really trying to come up with a solution. And the best they've been able to come up with is that they'll bury the salt. So. So it can be tough going trying to solve some of these large, large problems. But I guess from a Parkway perspective, we've been able to achieve, you know, make some very significant uh, progress in a relatively short period of time. Uh, to, to come back to your question around um, extracting minerals from these solutions, you're right. I mean, our tech-based approach does have applications in, in the mining industry and um, whether we're looking to process wastewater sitting in tailings ponds or, or processing lithium-rich brines, um, there are definitely a range of opportunities and we're in the process of um, evaluating many of those uh, internally and, and together with our partners, um, a global engineering company, Worley, and Victoria University, who we've been collaborating with for many years. So uh, plenty of opportunities out there. Very busy team, a lot happening. So how are you planning to move these opportunities forward finally? So I've, I've, I've alluded to those strategic partners, um, particularly Worley, uh, who we've been working with. And in addition to our external capabilities, we're also developed some very significant um, internal capabilities. We've assembled quite an accomplished board and we're actually uh, well advanced um, in, in the process of recruiting a, a chief commercial officer who's, who's starting with us shortly to really drive this master plan forward. So really quite quite exciting on that front as well. Fantastic. We will leave it there, but we will follow this story with interest. And um, if, it, if it can do half of what you say, it's going to do quite literally. It's going to be changing things dramatically around the world for the better. Well done to you and the team. Thanks, Chrissy. Thanks for the discussion.
Thanks. Well, hey, thanks for sharing the story today. Punching above our weight yet again here in Australia from the internet to Velcro, microwaves. Yes, we invented them all. Who knows what we'll take to the world next as a community. Um, the, you know, the, the big thing is we are pushing harder for ESGs and how quickly could this solution become the solution for wastewater issues? Do your own research. What's the potential, not just for Queensland's CSG industry, but the resources industry around the world? And of course, is it the next big thing for investing to jump onto? D-Y-O-R. I'm Christina Morrissey and we'll talk again on Stock Insiders.